Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. This is Harriet, and I will be your reader today. This Sunday, the 15th of October, or the 30th of Tishrei on the Hebrew calendar. This week, we are in a parasha called Noah, or Noah, and it is also Rosh Chodesh, day one out of the two days that we celebrate for the new moon and a new month. And the scripture reading from the Torah will today be from Genesis, or Bereshit, chapter 6, verse 9 through verse 22. And before we start reading... Let's bless the Lord and thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So let's start in Genesis chapter 6. These are the genealogies of Noah. Noah was a righteous man. He was blameless among his generation. Noah continually walked with God. Noah fathered three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was ruined before God, and the earth was filled with violence. God saw the earth, and behold, it was ruined, because all flesh had corrupted their way upon the earth. Then God said to Noah, The end of all flesh is coming before me, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. Behold, I am about to bring ruin upon them along with the land. Make for yourself an ark of gopher wood. You shall make the ark with compartments and smear pitch on it, both inside and out. Now this is how you shall make it. The length of the ark 300 cubits, its breadth 50 cubits, and its height 30 cubits. You shall make a roof for the ark, and you shall finish it to within a cubit from the top. You shall put the door of the ark in its side. You shall make it with lower, second, and third stories. Now I am about to bring the flood, the flood water upon the land to destroy all flesh in which is the spirit of life from under the sky. Everything that is on the land will perish. 
but I will establish my covenant with you. So you shall come into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you. Also of every living thing, of all flesh, you shall bring two of everything, male and female, into the ark to keep alive with you. Of the flying creatures according to their kind, of the livestock according to their kind, of all the crawling creatures of the ground according to their kind, two of everything will come to you to keep them alive. As for you, take for yourself every kind of edible food and gather it to yourself. It will be food for you and for them. So Noah did according to all that God commanded him. He did so exactly. That was Genesis 6, 9 through 22. Now we have another portion of scripture from uh, the Torah today because we have the new moon, the new month. And it is from Numbers or Bamidbar, chapter 28, verses 11 through 15. On the first of the month, you are to present to the Lord a burnt offering of two young bulls, one ram, and seven flawless male lambs a year old, with three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering with each bull, and two-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering with the ram, and with each lamb a tenth of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, a burnt offering as a pleasing aroma, an offering by fire to the Lord. Their drink offerings shall be per bull, half a hin of wine, a third of a hin of wine per ram, and a fourth of a hin per lamb. This will be the monthly burnt offering at each new moon throughout the year. Also one male goat as a sin offering to the Lord, because the regular burnt offering is to be offered with its drink offering. That was Numbers 28, 11 through 15. Now we have our portion of scripture from the prophets. And today we will read Joshua or Yehoshua chapter 8. Then the Lord said to Yehoshua, Do not be afraid or dismayed. Take all the people of war with you and arise. Go up to Ai. Behold, I have given the king of Ai, his people, his city, and his land into your hand. Then you will do to Ai and its king as you did to Yericho and its king, except you will take its spoil and its cattle as booty for yourselves. Set an ambush for the city behind it. So Yehoshua and all the people of war arose to go up to Ai. Yehoshua selected 30,000 men valiant warriors, and sent them at night. He commanded them, saying, Look, you are going to ambush the city from behind it. Don't go too far from the city, but all of you be ready. Then I and all the troops with me will approach the city. Then it will be when they come out against us, like the first time, that we will flee before them. So they will come out after us until we have drawn them away from the city. For they will think, 
they are fleeing before us like the first time. While we are fleeing before them, you will rise up from the ambush and take possession of the city, for the Lord your God will give it into your hand. Now when you have seized the city, you will set the city on fire. According to the word of the Lord, you must do. See that you do as I have ordered you. So Yeshua sent them off, and they went to the ambush site, taking position between Bethel and Ai, to the west of Ai. But Yeshua spent that night among the people. Then Yeshua rose up early in the morning and mustered the people. He and the elders of Israel marched before the people to Ai. All the people of war with him went up, advanced and came in front of the city. They camped to the north of Ai with a valley between him and Ai. But he had taken about 5,000 men and set them in ambush between Bethel and Ai to the west of the city. So they stationed the people, the main army that was to the north of the city and its rear guard to the west of the city. Then Yeshua walked that night in the midst of the valley. So it came to pass when the king of Ai saw this, the men of the city hurried and rose up early and went out to meet Israel in battle, he and all his people at the appointed place facing the Arava. But he did not know that there was an ambush against him behind the city. So Yehoshua and all Israel pretended to be beaten before them and fled by the way of the wilderness. Then all the people who were in Ai were summoned to pursue them. So they pursued Yehoshua and were drawn away from the city. Not a man was left in Ai or Bethel who did not go out after Israel. So they left the city open as they chased after Israel. Then the Lord said to Yehoshua, Stretch out the javelin that is in your hand toward Ai, for I will give it into your hand. So Yehoshua stretched out the javelin that was in his hand toward the city. And as soon as he stretched out his hand, the ambush arose quickly from their place, ran and entered the city and captured it, and immediately set the city on fire. Now the men of Ai looked back and saw, Behold, the smoke of the city rising up to the sky. They had no place to flee this way or that, since the people who had been fleeing to the wilderness turned back upon the pursuers. When Yeshua and all Israel saw that the ambush had captured the city and that the smoke of the city rose up, they turned back and struck down the men of Ai. The others also came out by the city, of the city against them, so they were surrounded by Israel, some on this side and some on that side. They struck them down until not one survivor or fugitive was left. But they captured the king of Ai alive and brought him to Yeshua. After Israel had finished killing all the inhabitants of Ai in the field, in the wilderness where they pursued them, and all of them were fallen by the edge of the sword until they were consumed. All Israel returned to Ai and struck it with the edge of the sword. All who fell that day, both men and women, were twelve thousand, all the people of Ai, 
for Yoshua did not draw back his hand with which he stretched out the javelin until he had utterly destroyed all the inhabitants of Ai. Only the cattle and the spoil of that city Israel took as their booty, according to the word of the Lord, which he had commanded Yehoshua. So Yehoshua burnt Ai and made it permanent, a permanent heap of desolation to this day. Then he hanged the king of Ai on a tree until evening. At sunset, Yehoshua commanded that they take his carcass down from the tree, cast it at the entrance of the gate of the city, and piled over it a great heap of stones, which remains to this day. Then Yehoshua built an altar to the Lord, God of Israel, on Mount Eval. As Moshe the servant of the Lord had commanded Bnei Israel, as written in the scroll of the Torah of Moshe, an altar of uncut stones of which no man had wielded any iron tool. They offered on it burnt offerings to the Lord and sacrificed fellowship offerings. There on the stones he wrote a copy of the Torah of Moshe, which he had written in the presence of Bnei Israel. Then all Israel with their elders and officials and their judges were standing on both sides of the ark facing the Levitical Kohanim carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, the outsider as well as the native-born. Half of them stood in front of Mount Gerasim and half of them in front of Mount Eval, just as Moshe the servant of the Lord had commanded before, in order to bless the people of Israel. Then afterward he read all the words of the Torah, the blessing, and a curse, according to all that is written in the book of the Torah. There was not a word of all that Moshe commanded that Yeshua did not read before all the assembly of Israel, including the women and the little ones and the outsiders walking among them. That was Yeshua or Joshua chapter 8. Now we have come to the portion of the writings, and today we are reading Psalm 8. For the music director, upon the Gittite lyre, a psalm by David. Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name over all the earth. You set your splendor above the heavens. Out of the mouths of babies and toddlers, you established power because of your enemies, to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you established, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him? Yet you made him a little lower than the angels, and crowned him with glory and majesty. You gave him dominion over the works of your hands, you put all things under their feet, all sheep and oxen and also beasts of the field, birds in the air and fish in the ocean, all passing through the paths of the seas. Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name over all the earth. That was Psalm or Telim 8. And now our last portion for today from the Apostolic Writings. We will read Matthew or Matityahu 
Chapter 6 Beware of practicing your righteousness before others to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you do tzedakah, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, so that they may be glorified by men. Amen, I tell you, they have their reward in full. But when you do tzedakah, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your tzedakah may be in secret, and your father, who sees in secret, shall reward you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners, so that they may be seen by others. Amen, I tell you, they have their reward in full. But you, when you pray, go into your inner room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret shall reward you. And when you are praying, do not babble on and on like the pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Therefore, pray in this way. Our Father in heaven, sanctified be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive others their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your transgressions. And whenever you fast, do not become sad-faced like the hypocrites, for they neglect their faces to make their fasting evident to men. Amen, I tell you, they have their reward in full. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that your fasting won't be evident to men, but to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. Therefore, if your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will stick by one and look down on the other. You cannot serve God and money. So I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. 
Isn't life more than food and a body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your Father in heaven feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you that not even Shlomo, in all his glory, clothed himself like one of these. Now, if in this way God clothes the grass, which is here today and thrown in the furnace tomorrow, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear? For the pagans eagerly pursue all these things. Yet your Father in heaven knows that you need all these. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. That was Matthew chapter 6. Now, if you are reading through the New Testament or the Apostolic Writings twice this year, you would also read 1 Peter chapter 2 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Thank you for listening. It's a privilege to read the scriptures for all of you. And uh, before I sign off, let me also thank all of you who pray for us here in Israel and pray for the situation, for the soldiers, for the civilians that are affected. Uh, we have had at our house here um, with our families a relatively peaceful Shabbat. And uh, we're thankful for that. But our hearts and our prayers are all the time with uh, the soldiers at the front and all the rockets that are falling over the rest of the country. So thank you. Thank you so much for your concern, for your prayers, for your support. We really do appreciate it so very much. For now, Shalom from Israel. Until next time.